Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you here on a Thursday, asking you which player do the Bills need to take the next step. In 2023, you want to single somebody out, feel free to do that for us. Open phone lines for you at 803-0550, But we go to the tweet sheet first, brought to you by Coring and Moving Systems, the official equipment moving company of the Buffalo Bills. And we lead off with Andy, who says, Spencer Brown, they need to bring in some competition, but if he can take the next step, it helps them focus offensive line resources on the inside. So he's saying if Spencer Brown takes the next step, we don't have to focus on tackle early in the draft. We can worry about guard somewhere on day two. Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome, except how are you going to know if he does that before the draft? Exactly. Um, yeah, I get it. Uh, you're right. I, those guys are huge up front. If you can get those guys plugged in so you can get them, you know, get them squared away and know it, yeah, that's a huge burden. It's Listen, it's five of – the 11 guys on the field, if you got those guys playing at a high level, that's the percentage of guys you got playing at a high level in your offense. I mean, yeah. it just cuts down your margin of error in, a, in an enormous way. So, yeah, the better your offensive line is, the better your offense is. We learned that in 2018 when we had Josh at quarterback. Oof. And, you know, at times. Well, they couldn't win at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Just could not. They were getting just caved in. And, Josh, you know, in games like that's where Josh has these games like he did in Week 17 of that year down in Miami where, you know, he's they do nothing offensively. He's and he, running for his life. And he still almost wins the game. So, if, if I, it's an interesting question because you got this quarterback that can do all of this. The reason you find out he can do all of this is because some of the other aspects of your offense aren't up to snuff. So, when they get up to snuff – is he good enough in the offense that you you know every other team runs? Is he good enough in that offense to play as well as they do? We'll see. But man, oh man, you got this atomic weapon taking snaps. Yeah, find a way to make it easy for him. Yeah, protect him a little bit more. Diversify the attack with more skilled position players. Isaac on the tweet sheet says, "Offense, my picks are Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox. Allen needs a number two guy behind Diggs." On defense, it's Kyrie Elam and Greg Rousseau. Having a lockdown number two corner and a top pass rusher will help. Yeah, I mean, Von Miller is that guy. If Rousseau can come along and take another step, yeah. I thought he took a step this year. Um, you know, there were some games you didn't see him as much. I got to tell you, I think Rousseau was underrated as an edge run defender. I think he's very good at that, reading the run game. Um, the consistency in the pass rush – yeah, you'd like to see it a little bit more. He was having a good year when Von Miller was on the other side drawing attention. And then when Von Miller was out of the lineup, not quite as successful. 
Although, come the end of the season, he's tied for the team lead in sacks with eight with Von Miller. So, you know, it was a step up, I thought, this year for him. If he takes another step, yeah, you might have something there. Right. That's that's huge. Um, and I and I thought so, too. I thought he took a huge step forward. And it's interesting, too, because we have this – you have a problem with Vaughn in the equation. You know that he made a difference when he was on the field for these guys. Uh, Ed Oliver was it was helped by it. Also with Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, Jordan Phillips back on the field, Ed Oliver got a boost in his play because, you know, there were two guys doubling him. And on the other side, Epinesa, Basham, and the, those guys, they had a chance to really be a different group than they ended up being at the end of the season. Because, and be, not only because of Vaughn being out, but because of the defensive tackles starting to go down with injuries. Um, most notably Daquan and Jordan in this last game. It was, it was a crusher. Uh, they couldn't win the line of scrimmage when their top guys down inside weren't 100%. And, and it showed not only on the inside, but on the outside as well. Chris on the tweet sheet says, I'm going with a coach here to take the next step next season. It's Ken Dorsey. Yeah, I mean, look, Brandon Bean said it at his season wrap-up press conference. He said, I hope I'm a better GM now than I was the first year I was here in Buffalo. He was the first time general manager here with the Bills, and he freely admitted that he had made some mistakes uh, here and there, but he thinks he's a much better GM now, and I think that's probably true and probably true for anybody who's doing something for the first time. You're learning on the fly. You're going to make some mistakes. And, yeah, I mean, I think Ken Dorsey can only be better going into year two because of what he learned in year one. Yeah, uh, it's it's a really really interesting question, and it's, and it's fun to think about. Um, you get a guy like Dayball in, who has been an offensive coordinator for quite some time, called plays, and and had and really hadn't been enormously successful, but yet comes to Buffalo finally and gets you know Josh Allen starts it from the ground up and kind of builds this thing the way he wants over four or five years, and you know, he's a guy that you know he made it work. Ken Dorsey, I think, uh, is on that same track. What happens in these coaches, and Ken Dorsey will probably, hopefully, will get this. A lot of times players look around, they say, you know, they go to their coach after the season's over and say, what do I need to work on? You know what? And they get those exit interviews, and the coach says, well, you needed to do this, you need to do that. We need more from you here. We need more from you there. And says, okay, okay. Well, as you, if you're a coach, I don't know who you ask. Yeah. Other coaches, the head coach, does the head coach give you some of that? And the players, I mean, who are you gonna ask? The players, the you know, players are you know, coaches rarely ask players, what do you think of my coaching? Right? The coach just looks at, are you playing great? Then I'm doing a good job. Go ahead and go. Uh it's gonna be interesting to see Ken Dorsey self evaluate, do some work and ask questions about what do you think of this when we did this, here's the reasons why, what do we think? The self-evaluation, I think, is different as a coach trying to self-evaluate and your staff self-evaluate because there's, you know, the only thing you've got is, you know, obviously the stats that your offense put out, but also how your players played and did they do what you really wanted them to do, and that's really the acid test. Keith on the tweet sheet says, Gabe Davis or Khalil Shakir? We need to know if wide receiver two is on the roster. Well, you, you, much to Steve's point on the previous submission, you can't, wait until the fall to hope that he's there. You're going to have to draft and add in free agency before then. And 
I'm you got to add to the pool. You got to add to the pool. I mean, Gabe Davis had all of this past season to prove he could be a week in week out producer as the number two. And if there's, if there are those came with mixed there, results. Yeah. If, there, if you don't think he is. Yeah. Okay. Then he's the number three now, you know, you got to I mean, find somebody. Yeah. You got to find somebody. I think that is the most obvious spot on a team on every NFL team that you've got to go out and actively look to find the best player available. That's it's almost like the it's almost when you've got the quarterback, that's the next position. That's the quarterback position when you've already got one. You know what I mean? We've said it a ton. When you don't have a quarterback on your roster and you don't know who's going to be and you're kind of looking for one, you're obsessed with that. Well, if you've got that guy, the guys outside are the next priority. You got to get those guys fixed. Now, of course, your offensive line's important and all that stuff, but you're talking about point production. You're talking about having guys that win and move the football and score touchdowns. Um, I think when you look at this and you and you've got guys that are good, you're 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 looking to make that that room yeah. elite great. You're o- looking for difference makers. O line and receiver is the fastest way to make life easier for Josh Allen. Right. Um and I think you have to look at this based on last year's performance. As we said, Gabe Davis had some nice weeks, but they weren't stacked up together in succession to where you would say I'm convinced this guy can be a bona fide number two and give us weekly production because the production wasn't there on a week to week basis. So then you say, well, what do we do? Well, you better get a guy that you believe can walk into that number two role and produce for you on a weekly basis to balance out the attention that Stefan Diggs gets as your number one. And then if Davis can be your three or Shakir can take a step forward and be your number three, great. Maybe you bring Jamison Crowder back uh, and have him as a fail-safe option as a number three. You know, you got him on an affordable deal last year. He was injured all this year. He's going to be hard to drive his price up any higher, so you would logic would say he could be an affordable you know, depth option, but you're going to have to draft somebody pretty high who's capable of walking into the number two role as a rookie. It's a tough spot because we're sitting here saying, now oh, Gabe's got to be better, and we don't know. Because we haven't really heard, or we don't know whether some of Gabe Davis's, you know, inconsistency or whatever, however you want to describe or quantify Gabe Davis's season, how much of that was Ken Dorsey, how much of that was was Josh Allen, how much of it was Dawson Knox, how much of it was you know the running game, the offensive line, how much of that inability to get Gabe Davis involved every single week and get him targets and touches and all that how much of it had to do with Gabe Davis his drops um, the routes called how many times he was he the number one uh, option and not Stefan Diggs because Stefan was got a ton of targets you know how much of that was outside of Gabe Davis's control I guess is the question we don't know it's a uh, you got a first year offensive coordinator and it's his first year as that solid number two that was always on the field. He took more snaps than anybody. So you know, we don't. there's a lot we don't know because there's so much we don't know about the ins and outs and the intricacies of the offense. And that's a, that's a question, you know, that we can only observe the results of, not really the ins and outs and the nuts and bolts of how it happened. But that's something that we all of us can look 
even the casual fan can look and say it needs to be different going forward. Yeah. And whether it needs to be Gabe Davis being treated differently by the offense or whether he needs to, or whether it needs to be a different guy there, we may, we won't know until they make that decision and we see the results of that decision. Yeah. I think Gabe's catch rate this year was 52%. I mean, that doesn't even put you in the, anywhere near the top 100 in the league. Um, so, yeah, there is some improvement to be made there, and I think he'd be the first to tell you. From Saber Maniac, he says, Elam, White clearly wasn't the same player when he came back, and it sounds like Benford has a chance to move to safety. Yeah, Elam's a good pick. I think that was a guy whose play was on the ascent at the end of the season. And I'll say this about Trey White. A lot of times, guys coming off a major injury like that aren't quite right when they first come back. It's the following season when they really get back to the player they once were. And I think that is the hope for Tredavious White going into the 2023 season. But Elam, in my estimation, was a guy that was on the ascent coming down the stretch this past year. And I think it gives them comfort to actually try Christian Benford at safety because of what they saw out of Elam at the end of the year. Because let's not forget, Benford started over him at the start of the year. That's right. Uh, They like Benford. I think they like not only his athletic ability and his size, but they also like his demeanor and his personality and his intellect. And And his physicality. He's a physical player. They like a lot of things about Christian Benford, which is why he did get a chance to play early in the season before he got the oblique injury and the broken hand, and, you know, he started to come apart physically. Um, I had not thought about that until I heard them somebody say it, and then I heard it was a, a conversation and a possibility from day one. I love the I love the concept. I love the concept. Um, he is he is kind of one of these finger quote guys. He's an old soul, you know. He's uh-huh. seen a lot, and he, he's one of those very young players who it seems like has been around the block twenty times already. They love that about him, and I think his teammates see it in him. So, I, I think, you know, just through this post season interview process with the head coach and the GM. I think there's big plans for e, uh, for uh, Benford in the future, and I think that yeah. safety is one of them. Break time for us here. When we come back, some final thoughts on the tweet sheet here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 